0: Welcome to Continual Gift of Self, the podcast of talks, fervorinos, and homilies from Loper Catholic and the St. Teresa of Calcutta Newman Center. You can learn more about St. Teresa's and the Lord's work on the college campuses in Kearney, Nebraska, by connecting with us on our website, lopercatholic.org, as well as our Facebook and Instagram pages with the handle at Loper Catholic. Now, enjoy this installment of Continual Gift of Self, and please pray for us. God bless. Well, good evening. Uh, tonight we celebrate the solemnity of the ascension of our Lord Jesus. This is the, the moment that we celebrate that Jesus ascended back to the Father in heaven. Um, it's post-resurrection, of course, and it's 40 days after the day of resurrection, after um, after Easter. So, 40 days. We've just passed through another another time period about the equivalent of Lent uh, in Easter. And so if you haven't really been paying attention to the time, uh, how, how long Lent seems, um, this seemed very short to me anyway, uh, the season of Easter. So today we celebrate that moment. It's captured uh, after actually today's gospel in the Acts of the Apostles by Luke in the first chapter of the Acts of the Apostles, um, so from our first reading today, the very events, where the disciples went up um, with Jesus, there's a spot, and it's believed uh, just up the, from the Mount of Olives, you continue up that road, past the Mount of Olives, up, um, up the hill, there's a little spot that's venerated as the spot of our Lord's ascension. And there, Jesus, um, after having prepared the apostles for 40 days, he begins to ascend and then disappears into a cloud. What the heck is going on? So his ascension, first and foremost, um, between the resurrection accounts and the ascension, we we know that it was a bodily thing. Jesus rose from the dead, not just a spirit. He wasn't a ghost. He ate food with the apostles many times. And in the Ascension too, there's a real body there. It's a glorified body. It's not one conditioned by space and time. It's not one conditioned by uh, the corruption, um, death, and decay. It's one that's been raised from the dead, very different from the raising of the dead of Lazarus or the young girl. Um, that Jesus rose from the dead. It's different in nature to those uh, because it's essentially different. Uh, It's a glorified body, but yet, nonetheless, body and soul have been brought back together in the person of Jesus. Death has been conquered. So it's a bodily event. His body and soul ascending into heaven. Number two, he ascends and disappears into a cloud. Anytime you see cloud in the Bible, it has to do with divinity. Only God comes on the clouds of heaven. Only God enters in through cloud. Cloud is the glory of God. And so Jesus here ascends and disappears into a cloud. It's into the glory of God, into the glory of the Father. And when he comes again, as we profess in our creed, he'll come on the clouds of heaven. It's a sign of divinity. So it's a bodily event, and it involves the divinity of Jesus as well as his humanity. So those couple things. So where does Jesus go? He goes into heaven. What does that mean? Does he just keep ascending into the heights, way past everything, going out somewhere past Pluto? That's where God lives. What is this heaven? In Jewish understanding, there are three three heavens. First, the heavens we see. We look outside and see the blue sky. Look into the heavens. That's heaven number one. Number two is that beyond, just beyond that. So where the stars reside. So the universe is heaven number two. And then three is that what's beyond that. And that's God, where God dwells, where the divine dwells. So it's not past. If we're thinking space and time, we're thinking incorrectly about that third heaven or the heaven that Jesus ascended into. He ascended into the throne room of God the Father. He took humanity with him, fully united to him, and entered into eternal relationship with God the Father and the Holy Spirit. This is the heaven that we're speaking of. Eternal relationship with God within an indwelling within the Trinity itself. This is heaven. It's not a place. It's not in a time. It's outside of space and time. God doesn't contain by space and time. This is heaven. And lastly, I already hinted at it. But the beauty of today is that reality that Jesus not only sits at the right hand of the Father, or right? He's God the Son. That's his rightful place. That's awesome. But what's even more so? Again, this is a bodily event, body and soul united. He takes divinity back to the side of the Father. He also takes humanity. That you and I, unworthy as we are by ourselves and our own birth, we've earned nothing. You and I and humanity itself is sitting at the right hand of God the Father right now in this moment. Our humanity is seated at God's right hand. In the person of Jesus. That changes everything about this existence. Changes everything. God's not looking down on us like his little slaves. That God doesn't set things in motion and sit back and not care. That God doesn't just leave us to our own corruption and death. But he comes, he breaks us from the sin, breaks us from death. And not only that, he invites us to sit at his right hand. To be our home, the home that Jesus has prepared for us as human beings, as children of God, is within the Trinity itself, and within God himself. This is why we struggle. This is why we do the Catholic things. This is why we keep the commandments. This is why we go to confession. This is why we come to Mass. To join in this heavenly procession so that you and I, upon our death, can enter into the throne room as Jesus has just done today. And not only our soul, but our body too. That our body and soul can be reunited and where where Jesus has gone, we can follow. That's why we do all this. That's why we struggle. That's why we do things contrary to what the world does. So that we can take our rightful place through Jesus Christ at his right hand. Brothers and sisters, this is the moment that that happens for us. That's what discipleship leads to. That's what we're called to. And that's what our heart longs for. As we gaze the heavenly feet of Jesus as he ascends into the clouds of heaven today, let our heart be filled with desire to follow where he has gone before.